Why is Christian music so bad? And this doesn't make me glad. It's Rhyme and Reason 843. Hey there, Tony here. And I know this subject is a little bit touchy with Christians who regularly go to church and listen to the regular, typical Christian music on radio stations and in their church services. So instead of jumping right into it, I'm going to let you know that a guy named Neil Patel is a marketing guy who shares a lot of how-to videos, and he has a website to help you with keywords and key phrases for your content on your website, your marketing efforts. And those, those are pretty important if you want your website to be found and pull in traffic anyway. So with his keyword tool, you can type in a couple of words and get a bunch of questions being asked online. So I typed in Christian music, and many of the questions asked, why is Christian music so bad? Those were the questions being asked. Often, his algorithm, his search engine, found those questions. So that's not a question I just made up. It was a question that came around as a result of me typing in a query uh, with, a, with the term Christian music. So apparently a lot of people are wondering, why is Christian music so bad? Have you typed that into your browser? Why is Christian music so bad? Have you done it? Because apparently a lot of people have. And if you do, or if you have, let me know. Let me know what you found out or why you did it or, or any of that. So uh, that, that kind of a music rabbit hole led me to a song I think it's called Why. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Why, Why, Why. It's hard to tell by the lyrics that I found. But I do have to wonder why it's considered a Christian song. And I wonder why so many songs can only find approximate rhymes and almost no phrasing rhythm. But that's probably just me being out of touch with the time. So, you know, so be it, whatever. Anyway, I found the lyrics to this song, Why?, And the songwriting credits are listed as Amy Moody Corbett and Christopher Joel Brown and Stephen Furtick. It doesn't say who wrote what. It just lists those three names as the co-writers or whatever. So I don't know if one of those people wrote the music and the other two wrote the lyrics or if it's vice versa or if they all just sort of contributed on all the parts, you know, the words and music. They all had a little input on all of it. I don't know. But the sad point about it is, this could be a love song full of confusion to anyone and about anyone. I realize they capitalize the word you, but when you listen, your brain doesn't pick up on spelling and capitalizations. And I guess if they're playing it on a Christian radio station, people listening, Christians listening, might just assume the you that that is uh, singing to or about is God. I guess that's the assumption. Anyway, then they pass off the words said and breath as rhyming words, and that's approximate, and they pass off the words sung enough and one as rhyming words, sung and enough and one as rhyming words, as far as I could tell. And that's just barely approximate. And then the chorus drifts into Neverland as it says, I'll never know why you love me like you love me. Well, a Christian should know why. 
Because a Christian should know that the answer to that question is found in the Bible. If you say you never know, what is that saying outright? I'm never going to read the Bible, so I'll never know. You know, you can get more than one perspective in the Bible and from more than one of the contributors to its content. You can get all kinds of, of perspective on why God loves us and why he loves us like he does. Now, I'm not going to pick apart every jot and tittle of the song. I mean, there's one section I particularly don't like where the words drone into how no matter what you do, God loves you. Certainly, there's no sin that is not covered by the death and resurrection of Jesus. That's, that's for certain. But that doesn't mean you can make my bed in hell, as the words say in this song, and it's all good. Or that when you don't even love myself, other words in the song, it's all good. Or that you can curse God, and it's all good. Especially when you read how Jesus condensed all the commandments down into just two. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. So, you're commanded to love God and love yourself. God won't force you to obey those commandments. He's not, he's not a, you know, a tyrant who's standing there with a gigantic wooden spoon like your mom in the day. Uh, he's not ready to knock you down or knock you out because that would take away your freedom to choose, and he wants love to be freely given. But if you don't follow those commandments freely, your freedom to choose will come to an end, and that end will torment you forever, because that end is only your end here on planet Earth. And whatever was the worst day here on planet Earth, you'll, you'll be longing for even that in your torment forever. So let me just leave you with these words to this song. I'm going to not sing it. I'm Obviously, I don't even know how the tune goes. I just found the lyrics to it. But see if this leaves you asking, why is Christian music so bad? Here's the song called Why and the lyrics to Why. What can I say of your love that has not already been said? Were I to tell all the things you have done, I would run out of breath. So many songs have been sung, but how can I praise you enough? So here's another one. Why you love me like you love me, I'll never know. Why you love me like you love me, I'll never know. Your love is better than silver and better than gold, better than anything I've ever known. I'll never know why you love me like you love me. I'll never know. Real joy doesn't always feel like laughter. No, blessings don't always come from the places I thought they would. Your love doesn't look like anything like it does in Hollywood. You don't walk out when it's over. That's when I need you the most. I'll never know why you love me like you love me. I'll never know. I'll never know why you love me like you love me. I'll never know. Your love is better than silver and better than gold. Better than anything I've ever known. I'll never know why you love me like you love me. I'll never know why. Why? Why? You love me like you love me. You love me like you love me. I'll never know. Even when I turn my back, you love me. Even when I curse your name, you love me. And even when I broke your heart, you love me. You love me. And when I make my bed in hell, you love me. When I don't even love myself, you love me. You're not the kind to cut and run. You love me. You love me. Yeah, you love me. Why you love me like you love me? I'll never know why 
you love me like you love me. Your love is better than silver and better than gold, better than anything I've ever known. I'll never know why. You love me like you love me. I'll never know. Oh, my goodness. Like I said, I'm not going to tear it all apart. It just is weird. Even when you read it out loud, it sounds so me-focused, not God-focused. I'll never know why you love me. You love me. You love me. It reminds me of that famous speech Sally Field gave at accepting her Academy Award. You really love me. <laughs> I don't know. Is it just me? If you disagree, if you think that was an awesome song, the lyrics anyway were awesome lyrics, feel free to let me know. I would love to find out why you think so. And I'll leave you on that note. I don't know why you, I don't know why you, I don't know why you would want to go any further. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Tony from TonyFunderberg.com, sponsor of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And the sponsor always has merch and music and merriment over there at TonyFunderberg.com. And that's the place that is named after me, Tony Funderburg, coincidentally, who's oftentimes telling you, almost always telling you, that life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life.